Welcome to the Creative Brew, helping you keep your creative juices brewing. We're giving out chunks of insight, motivation, and practicality for your creative journey. If you're a creator, athlete, or entrepreneur, luck can only get you so far. Having the right skill sets are critical in your success. All Skill No Luck makes handcrafted, custom-designed flannel wear. Made in the United States and based here right in Oceanside, California. They pride themselves on quality, creativity, and attitude. The perfect brand for the Creative Brew. Use promo code CREATIVEBREW10 and get 10% off and free shipping within the United States. You can check them out at allskillnoluck.com. My next partner is Elevate Coffee Trading, and if you appreciate specialty coffee, enjoy outdoor adventure, and love helping elevate the lives of children around the world, then you're going to love Elevate Coffee Trading. Their mission is to extract hope through love, coffee, and adventures. There's free shipping in the United States, and every bag of coffee helps sponsor health and education for children in coffee-producing countries and in areas of need in the United States. You can use promo code ELEVATE21 on your next order, and you can follow their journey on social media at Elevate Coffee Trading. Or you can visit online at ElevateCoffeeTrading.com, and let's start extracting hope together. And this show is brought to you by Tennessee Grappling Apparel, based out of the Knoxville area. Lifestyle wear for the modern wrestler or grappler. Use the promo code CB10 on your next purchase at TennesseeGrapplingApparel.com. To a new episode of the Creative Brew, giving you insights on your creative journey. Today we got a special guest, and um, I, this is something I've actually been—I've been wanting to get uh, connected on as far as this episode, and we finally got the chance to bring him on. Um, you know, a, a short story, and, and I'll give you—and he'll—he'll probably share a little bit about his more about his story, but uh, just on a quick quick story um, for a lot of people that do know me. I, like I said, I've always been in wrestling; um, that's been part of my life, and I remember the, the first time that. I probably I met I met him uh, we and we were on the same middle school team together and I remember and I remember this guy beating me up in middle school and my uncle Lionel uh, you know all respects to him you know it one of my one of my coaches you know recently passed away years ago but um, my my uncle you know he was like hey you know you just you need to get tougher and and at that moment I, like I literally thought this was like the toughest middle school kid I've ever wrestled. Um, and I'll, I'll never remember, I'll never forget that. And that was something that like me personally, like I had to learn how to get, uh, how to get tougher. And um, so, and like I said, we always, you know, obviously we went our, went our separate ways and we're doing our, doing uh, different things. And, um, but it's always good to sort of come back through and, and I, I think, you know, circle back around and, and, and really uh, get reconnected and, 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 and at the same time too, highlight things that, uh, some great things that that he's doing and um, and sharing his journey and perhaps for for people that um, you know that that may know him or may know of him maybe it might you know might be a chance to uh, really get connected with him so uh, mm -hmm. without further ado I'll, I'll uh, welcome uh, Frank Walker to the show and uh, thank you for coming on so yeah, I said you to be know a little bit about your story and we'll we'll start from there well like you said my name is Frank Walker man uh, I've known uh, Quantel since my seventh grade year at Cleveland Middle School, and um, uh, we were wrestling partners uh, at Cleveland Middle School. And uh, right now, man, I'm just I'm the local missions pastor at First Baptist. I have three uh, beautiful children. I've been married to my wife now, going on 18 years, and 
I'm just a Cleveland local and um, uh, I love people, man. So I'm excited to be a part of this creative brew, man. I, when I got the uh, the invite, I was super excited because I know who um, who's behind it and uh, what you stand for, man. And it meant everything to get to ask. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Yeah, no yeah. No, I, I don't. Yeah, I don't. I don't get a chance to tell that story too much. You know, a lot, of, <laughs> uh, a, lot of the, a lot of the college kids and stuff that I've that I've coached and and you know I work out with. You know, they feel like um, you know there's like oh you know you know that not to say I'm not unbeatable, but it's just one of those where um, you know they they think I'm so tough and I'm like no hey look I I got I remember fondly of getting beat up. <laughs> by this man in middle school in wrestling and I and then I always thought I was like this is the toughest the toughest kid I've ever met and I was like look I, I've got to I've got to get tougher and, what's funny uh, is what, and what's funny is that was the last year I ever wrestled so thanks to Quantel after Quantel started beat me I quit so you all good <laughs> that was the last year after I did uh after I second grade year I, I transitioned to basketball so no nah, that was it <laughs> Um, so, so tell, tell everybody a little bit, you know, just a little bit about you and, you know, you can, you can dive into what, whatever you want to completely up to you yeah. on the show and, um, you know, just share a little bit about your, you know, your story and, and perhaps like how, how you even got into, um, to the local missions, um, outreach with, yeah. with well, man, you know, um, you, you know, we, we come from humble beginnings, man, and here in, uh, East Tennessee and, um, uh, at a young age, man, I knew that um, that I wanted to do ministry because I love people. Uh, my heart has always been for people, and I felt like it was a gift that God had given me. And so, um, as I went off to college and and had opportunities to to get involved with with ministry, um, I took advantage of it, man. And I felt like it was a calling that God had laid in my life. And now um, I'm the local missions pastor. Uh, after I guess I've been in ministry now. Uh, for probably about 16, 17 years. And, uh, um, I've, you know, I've done ministry in Georgia. I've done ministry in West Texas. And now I'm back home in Cleveland. And I've been home now for the last 10 years, a little over 10, about 11 years back in Cleveland. And uh, it was just an opportunity that I got to come alongside some wonderful people and uh, love our community well, kind of help fill some gaps in our community, whether it's the homeless community, whether it's, uh, um, uh, you know, community partnerships with the people here in Cleveland. We have a lot of great uh, organizations here in Cleveland that do a lot of wonderful things for our community. So it was an opportunity for me to come and and uh, uh, come alongside them and, 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 and kind of tag team some of the needs that we have here, especially in East Cleveland, you know, where we were raised. So uh, it's just a wonderful opportunity to love people well, man. And, uh, and then the bottom line, man, is to give people the gospel, man. Hope that... Uh, transcends anything that they see or experience that uh in jesus and that's just something that's always been near near and dear to my heart and uh a way of life for me so uh, i want to share that with as many peaceful people as possible and uh, i get to do that through local missions with first baptist here in cleveland that's good that's good so yeah, man. so with the uh with, with the concept of leadership and i know it's different for everyone and i, and I find myself uh even being in that that leadership uh, capacity in some form or fashion. Um, I'm always sort of interested in seeing what, like, how people define leadership um, or the culture of, of leadership in in whatever platform that you're in. You know, how how would you for you right now, like, how do you define um, you know just leadership? Um, man, I mean, like you said, you can. There's there's a lot of th a lot of ways to define it, but I think you know, um, I think I would say leadership is 
anybody that's willing to use their influence to serve others. That that's you know that would probably you know anybody that's willing to use their influence to serve others because it doesn't matter um, you know your position you know uh, your position don't necessarily define leadership. Uh, I think leadership is um, being able to uh, leverage leverage your influence, love people well, and you know in order to be a leader, someone's got to follow. So if ain't nobody following, you can't be a leader. So, um, but I think uh, I think to some degree we all are. You know, whether it's being a father, whether it's being a, uh, a husband, whether it's been a teacher, whether it's been a pastor, you know, uh, whether it's being a community uh, leader or whatever, man, I think you have the opportunity for people or the opportunity to use your influence and uh, and leverage your influence to serve other people. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, yeah, that, yeah, that's one of those where, um, yeah, I, I, I think a lot of people tend to get so, um, you know, so connected or, or feel like because I have a certain title that entitles me to, you know, be able to do certain things or be able to be a leader. And you've got people that, you know, that are doing great things on this planet right now. A lot of people that's doing really good things that you'll never hear of. Um, You're right. Because they don't have that quote unquote perceived title. Um, you know, I, I think this one of those where I, I think we need to highlight um, more people that's, you know, that's doing great work um, that may not have the, you know, may not have the, you know, such and such, you know, title behind yeah. it, but they're still doing, um, you know, they're still doing God's work and, and still um, doing, doing great things to, uh, to help humanity and, um, you know, help, you know, help each other. And I, I think, and I've mentioned it before on, on, on the podcast is, you know, you, you have to be willing to um, be able to, to see a little bit of yourself in each person. Um, yeah, and, and I sure. think something sure. that um, even and I and I, I would like I said and I would assume especially being in local missions and dealing with the homeless and dealing with uh, with with uh, you know people in jail and and other things like that you have to be able to have some kind of compassion um, you know not to say you're going to walk that same journey with them but at the same time like having that no having that compassion and being able to connect with them to say you know what I can guide you to uh, to where you need to go um in some form or fashion, or at least help you out, um, and at least give you the, the 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 knowledge or the wisdom to be able to uh, empower yourself to to keep moving forward. But um, that that's something I've really learned, um, even dealing with the homeless out here um, in Oceanside, and and working with uh, Humanity Showers, and and um, you know knowing that, and and people and 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 the home like the ones you work with, like they're recognized. Like you, I don't have to have a title to know you know, to, for them to come up and say, you know what, hey, thank you for, you know, giving me the shower. Thank you for, mm -hmm. you know, giving me, showing me this resource. Or mm -hmm. um, even with some of them, I'll, I'll, you know, I'll draw sketches or I'll, you know, help them draw something so they can paint it. Um, so a lot of them do art therapy and stuff there too. So, um, you know, so for, for even with, with, with you, like uh, with, with local missions, I mean, I know you, that, that sort of covers a, a lot of different things, but what, what specifically do you do um, within the, the local missions? outreach um well we do um community partnerships I, um there's four kind of the name of our uh, ministry here is called mission 423 and what it is it's just our local uh area code uh 423 which is cleveland chattanooga um dayton um mcmahon sweetwater and uh, those are the local counties that are under the area code of 423 and what we choose to do man is we want to go into the community uh, and we want to build partnerships, partnerships from with our other organizations, partnership with the people that are in the community. You know, 
a lot of times we like to go into community and tell the community what it needs, but until you kind of get in there and kind of get what I like to say in the trenches, you don't know what they need. So, uh, you know, building uh, lasting relationships where you can speak into people's lives and you have the, um, I guess, the, the credibility to lead them, you know? So um, the, one of the things that we do is with Mission 423 is we do the community partnership that insists on um, coming alongside of other uh, people that are doing great things in our community. Like I can name like Salvation Army, Bradley Cleveland Services, um, The Caring Place, you know, NAACP, 100 Black Men, um, all these organizations that, you know, that, that are being led well and that are pouring into our community. We like to come alongside them, help empower them with certain things. If it's not with um, uh, volunteers, then, you know, maybe it's financial or whatever, but just come alongside uh, uh, those organizations and help them do what they do. So that's one of the things. The second thing that we do is we do a community outreach where we actually go into the community uh, on Sunday and um, we do things like a backyard Bible club, door-to-door -door evangelism, where uh, our door-to-door -door evangelism is really a relational base. We want to get to know them by name. We want to do life with them. This is not something that um, we just come knock on the door, tell you about Jesus and then leave. No, um, the, the intent is to build a lasting relationship to where that we can do life together and be empowered by one another. Because uh, like you said, being able to see yourself in all walks of people uh, will, will help you to be grateful for what you have and also help you understand that you're just one decision away from being in some of the shoes that they're in. And uh, so that's, that's a big thing. And then the third thing we do is we do jail ministry. You know, we go into the jails and here in Bradley County and we love on those men and women well. We want them to know that, hey, they're not forgotten. We understand that we are just a decision away ourselves of being maybe in this situation or if we've done something that deserved to be there and still grace showed up and we didn't make it there. So, um, man, it's just an opportunity to love people well. And then the fourth thing we're doing is we do um, foster and adoption. Uh, I believe that that's a big deal, especially in our community, to be able to come alongside DCS workers who do an incredible job here, but also come along and help families be restored and kids be loved well. So those are the four things that make up um, lo our local missions here in Cleveland and with First Baptist Cleveland here. So, and then we call it Mission 423. Uh, that's great. Uh, yeah, man. Wow, that's a, that's a lot of things going on. That's a <laughs> <laughs> it is, you're right, it is. <laughs> Um, but we have a we have a great team here, man. A team here, a volunteer is volunteer led. The people here uh, that I, that I get to do this with, man, they love people well, and um, and they feel called to do it. So it makes it really special because, like I always say, I feel like I'm a product of Cleveland. I felt like I was raised by the people of Cleveland, and um, I think that's why I have a really big heart for for my community. Oh yeah, yeah. That's uh, I, I I know I I said I always give shout outs to my to my hometown. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah. And um, yeah, I mean, for a lot of people that you know don't know, and like I said, I always uh, a lot of a lot of other podcast episodes, you know, I always talk about uh, Cleveland, and you know, uh, even even the area we're you know we're you know we were pretty much raised in, you know, that South Cleveland, East Cleveland. Um, yeah, that's right. I mean, like I said it's uh, situations where you know you had a lot of great people, a lot of talented people um, come through there, um, and at the same time too, you know. People make mistakes and, and, you know, things, you know, like I said, there, there's, we're always, you know, one or two decisions away from, hey, That's you, right. you know, 
That's being right. in jail. That's and, exactly. Right. And uh, and I think understanding that and even even seeing that in, in people and and understanding that, you know, I'm you know, I I don't want to pity pity you or anything like that, but I I do know that hey, look, I easily could have been in your same same shoes right now if I just made you know just one wrong decision and for a part a lot of people I mean like I said I know specifically I work more with the homeless but um after they tell me their stories and they tell me I mean a lot of those people are are incredibly talented but things just happen and then they're they just couldn't handle it mentally and then it's domino effect from there Uh, and they they just dig a dig a deep hole and um you know it's just hard to climb out of that so it's just one of like understanding like wow like like i could easily be in that same situation and for I, sure I, and just being able to stay in gratitude i think you know what i think people and i and i'll ask you this you know why do you feel like and, and, and this could be various reasons um why do you feel like there's not enough people like staying in gratitude man um i think the i mean i think we all would, well, I don't know. But I, I, I would say the biggest reason why people don't have a, a heart of gratitude is because, you know, the, the opposite of gratitude would probably be what, entitlement? So, you know, people feel entitled. You know, you think about someone that comes from humble beginnings like myself and you, you know, um, you know, we, we, we get to this place and we're like, man, you know, we could have been, you know, selling drugs or doing drugs or we could be in jail or prison or whatever and by the grace of god we're not so we have that so we're grateful for that but then you have the same people that could walk our shoes and they're looking like man i've always had a hard life things wasn't fair for me and you know what the world does owe me you know so you know it could be it could go either way and and to some degree if you look at both cases you think man yeah i mean that that does suck that you know someone had to be raised in a situation like that and I, I can understand why they do feel entitled, but um, but I think for me, I've just found out that gratitude for me, based on on scripture, is where I find um, a lot of peace. Because knowing that you know I'm not where I could have been, and the reason why I'm not there is because of the grace of God. So uh, for me, man, is uh, I think that staying in that fight is hard at times, though, because like you said, you know, the world is tough. You know, life is hard, and for me to be able to just stay grateful for what I have, because I know, like I said, I'm just one decision away from, from, from being on the other side of that. And I try every day to wake up, you know, like thanking God that, Hey, you know, I have this awesome uh, calling on my life and I have a a beautiful family that loves, loves me and I'm grateful for it, man. And I don't ever want to take that for granted. Yeah. Yeah, that's the hey, that's the truth. That's the truth. Um, yeah, that's it. You know, because I so I feel like you know entitlement would definitely be. Yeah, I think entitlement is 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 the the opposite of, of gratitude, and I think that's something that a lot of people deal with, because you know they can't see you know the goodness of God in their own lives. You know, because they yeah. feel like maybe they're owed something, and maybe they are, and maybe they are. You know, but, but for me, you know, gratitude is everything. Yeah. Yeah. Do you, do you feel like, I mean, even from your, your personal experience right now, and I know there is a, just a constant, you know, ever-changing landscape and, you know, you're dealing with, uh, especially, and I would assume in, in, with local missions, like I said, you're dealing with, you know, young kids to uh, older adults. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Do you feel like even with the, you know, that, that concept of entitlement or, or maybe feeling like uh, I'm a victim in a situation? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, how, 
how do you from maybe from your capacity like how do you um explain or maybe um talk to someone as far as like feeling like you know how you shift them out of that that sort of mindset i know it's hard of feeling like they're a victim and the feeling like hey you know um maybe changing that state into that state of you know gratitude or or like i said and maybe you can answer that um far better than what i could um but how do, how do you how do you i guess help out with or or how do you explain to someone like hey you're not a victim um or maybe you are a victim but how do you get them out of that that state from feeling like this is my story to changing that to something else man i've i found out um i mean twofold on that question i could but one of the things is, man, presenting opportunities to people. Um, whether you're victim, whether you're a victim, or whether you feel entitled to it, uh, one of the things that I do know is opportunity breeds hope. Uh, when people see opportunity, and they're given opportunity, what they do with it might be something totally different. How they handle it might be totally different. But in the moment, they feel hope. And uh, once you can get people to hope, you can get people to strive for greater things, for for things better than where they are. I think a lot of times when we see people that have made decisions that have cost them, you know, whether it's homelessness, whether it's marriages that have been broken up, whether it's a estranged um, uh, uh, or estranged um, uh, family members or whatever, most of the time it's because they feel like there's there's no hope there. Like, I can't get back on my feet or I can't restore this marriage or I can't restore this relationship. So they feel like there's no hope. So then you give into it. But I feel like once you can, if you can present, if you have the power to present opportunity, it gives people hope. And um, by giving people hope, I think they're more open to allowing you to speak into their lives where you can real speak, where you can speak real truth to people. So you can tell people like, hey, you know, um, gratitude will go a long way in your situation or, uh, you know, or there's some disciplines that you need to set forth so that you don't get back to where you've been, you know? So I think by presenting opportunity, um, uh, it, it, it gives hope. But for me, just to be straight up with you, man, that hope to me is giving, letting people know, hey, there's a real savior and there's a real God and that Jesus is, uh, is on the throne and he died for you. So for me, that's the real hope. You know what I mean? Like whenever I get down to the nuts and bolts of it and I'm presenting opportunities, I'm just a, uh, a vessel that's being used. Um, and I can't do anything outside of Jesus Christ. So, uh, and I want everybody to know that I come in contact with anybody that I have influence with. That's, that's the reason for me. That's why it even happened. So, uh, but that's just me. You know? Yeah. I, I like that. I like that, man. That's, uh, yeah, that, that's really, um, that's a, that's a great answer. I mean, it's really profound. I mean, this is one of those where, uh, yeah, I mean, even, um, giving, people that that maybe that 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 little um seeing that hope and and yeah. understanding right. and I think when people actually see it to say you know wait a minute I I can actually go a different route than what I've what I've been or or maybe you're given a different uh a, a different uh road um I think it opens up people's hearts it opens up uh, right. minds and, and and spirits um to that's real good. And, and you let go and you let go of that resistance so, I mean that's yeah um I tell a lot like I said I, I still do some part-time coaching and uh you know training MMA athletes and stuff and um I the, the thing that I tell them is that 
you know, we're, we're and I usually talk to them after every every practice. So I oh I've cool on this. I've been doing this like for five years. So okay, after every practice, I I give them you know some kind of little words of wisdom, and yeah. so it's one of those where I've told them I was like you you're under the assumption that I'm coaching you that I'm teaching you wrestling, and I'm like I'm trying to prepare you for life, and awesome. I was like when when I can let go when people can let go of that resistance. So I'll use wrestling to you know train them and then when they get you know when they're when they let that resistance go or maybe at the end of practice it might be a hard practice you know it's they're they're more they're less resistant to um to certain concepts so if i start to talk to them about life or, or things like that i couldn't do that before practice but after practice when everything when the walls are dropped and they can actually accept certain things that's where i can actually uh talk to them yeah. and it's like okay look now this and I'll relate something, you know, with, with wrestling to life. And it could be a, a story, something that's happened to me, or or it could be something that I've, you know, just noticed during the course of the week. But um, I think, uh, uh, you know, getting people to sort of drop those walls and that resistance and right. and uh, understanding it. And something I, I've really been um, uh, focused on probably for a while now is like really trying to understand like what you feel like your story is and mm -hmm. understanding that you can change it in a overnight if you, you choose to yeah um no you can and it's one of those where it's 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 almost surprising where you can have someone like you come into someone's life and speak the same thing but and they may be resistant to it but yeah. they can hear it on tv same thing and they're, they're like, like oh well i and, and no you just you. said the same thing so yeah, it's exactly. just one of those where you just you you have to I think once people let go let down those walls and understanding, um, you know you just never know who's you know especially if we're we're in that, you know we're in that position or we're in that predicament where, you know we're needing help. Um, you know sometimes we we sit there and we pray for something, and we you know we pray for help and that help may be sitting there right beside you, if you're open to it. Um, yeah instead of feeling like it's going to come from, you know, TV or social media or, or anything else, that, that person may be right there telling you or showing you, you know, the way that you need to go. Um, and um, so, yeah, that's something that I've really been, um, you know, meditating on and thinking about is like what, what our stories are and what we choose to believe and, and understanding that, you know, when we ask for something or we pray for something, um, it may not be in the fashion that we think it's going to pop up. That's like right. It may be someone right. like you coming into someone's life and saying, Hey, look, I, I'm here for whatever reason. I'm here to help empower you. I'm help to, to help guide you. And um, we have to be willing to, to accept that as the that's prayer. Good. Um, that's good. So um, yeah, I, I, that, that's something that, that's, that's a great answer. I mean, that's something that, um, you know, I really, feel like people hopefully if when, when people listen to this that they um that they understand that uh, you know when we you know pray for something um is it that that solution or that answer may not come and what we think is you know it's going to pop up it could be in the form of you know frank walker coming into your life and helping you out in some form yeah. of fashion it may not be from you know some you know angel popping in and saying That's hey right. i'm gonna help right. you out you know that answer may be right there that guardian angel may be right there beside you um that's exactly right so um right now i mean 
you know, just going circling, circling around. I mean, what what things um, what things are inspiring you right now? Um, and like I said, I know you're 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 in the you're in the church, you're in the in the you know doing doing great work. But uh, right now, what, what what things inspire you right now? Man, um, there's a, there's a lot of things that that inspire me. Um, I would say uh, my children they definitely inspire me. Uh, my wife, um, my brothers. Um, you know, uh, people, people inspire me. Um, um, I've kind of got on this, <laughs> this health kick where uh, I'm running now. Um, Cause I thought I'd never do that. I thought, you know, the only time I ran was to the dinner table. So, um, you know, you know, living a healthy lifestyle, that's, that's, that's really inspiring, which, you know, and that was, you know, I'm looking at other people and, um, and I'm seeing, you know, longevity on their lives and I'm asking them, you know, questions and they're telling me, you know, health is a big deal, you know. So, you know, as an athlete, you think, well, I've worked out my whole life. I ain't working out no more, you know. And then you turn 40 and things change, <laughs> things start changing. So, um, so I, you know, I'm being inspired by a lot, man. I mean, um, I'm definitely inspired by my, my, my savior. You know, uh, I feel like, you know, that relationship um, gives me, you know, life so um i'm definitely you know definitely gleaning from from my, my savior you know so there's a lot of things man i'm reading um you know right now i'm reading a book called um, um what is it takes to make a man and it's by um by morley and uh that's been a really good book so i'm reading that and um so i'm being inspired in a lot of ways man that's good that's good yeah man do you, do you feel like even with your with your help because like i said i'm 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 a uh i'm not like a you know, health and, you know, I'm not like a health fanatic. I'm, I'll yeah. tell people now, Hey, look, I'm, I am a sucker for, for cookies and donuts. <laughs> um, right. I will, I will, I will work out just so I can eat some cookies and donuts. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, it, it's just one of those where I, I think with, with my, with, with health and, and just having energy and vitality, um, especially with all the things you're doing. Um, I, I feel like it's really necessary. I mean, you've got, like I said, you've got a lot of things going. Um, you have to have that that energy and vitality to to do the things that that are that are necessary. And and uh, and I think people um, sense that. I, I think when when you come in and you, you know you're feeling great about yourself, um, people people feel that, and they're yeah. they're more apt to be like, "Who is this person? Like, I want to, I want what he's got right now." Yeah. Um, yeah. And, um, I know for, for me, I, I tell myself, you know, a lot of people, um, I, I've had a lot of messages, uh, even after the, 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 the U S open and, um, had a lot of people, you know, sending me messages, you know, telling me, thank you. And, and, um, you know, just one of those where like, Hey, you know, you inspired me to like, I want to work. I want to get yeah. a shape. And, yeah. um, so it's just one of those where like, to, to me personally, like, I I want to stay in shape because obviously you know I, I want to be able to you know be there for my wife for my kids for you know yeah. I want to be able to you know run around and 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 wrestle with my grandkids and stuff like that but um but for the things that I am I'm doing that I'm building within you know my business or even with the podcast and like all the things yeah. I'm creating right now um I have to have the energy to to be able to do that and you know if I don't have the the right vehicle to be able to do that That's right. um then it's I'm, I'm going to burn out. So, um, so I, I have to make sure that, Hey, I'm down in on my, you know, nutrition and staying balanced in that. And not to say, I don't, you know, I'm not super strict, but I do know, Hey, look, I need to get in, you know, the right amount of, um, you know, the good stuff in my body. Yeah. Yeah. 
that goes along with books, that goes along with listening to the right things. Um, yeah, that's right. So I tell a lot of people, it's not just the food, it's, it's what you hear and what you see um, that's going to fuel your body too. And you, you've got to have all that sort of dialed in. Um, like I said, I'm a big reader. I love reading. I encourage everyone to get a book and read. That's right. That's feel right. Your spirit. And um, so, yeah, it's, um, I, I think for, for anyone that's trying to do anything uh, within, it could be, you know, ministry work, it can be creativity, uh, building a business, uh, coaching, it doesn't matter. Um, some of my coaches, I, I, I get on them all the time because a lot of them are, to be, they get out of shape and, you know, they, yeah, it's easy to do. I'm like, Hey, look, you, you got for all the things you're doing, you have to, you have to be, you know, you have to have some kind of vitality. Um, kids feel it, you know, people around you feel that you would start feeling good about yourself. People, I'm telling you, everybody switches, everybody senses that. And they, they get, you know, they get more connected to you because you feel great about yourself. Um, I I also, I've also found out that in this health, uh, been inspired by my health and living a healthy lifestyle. Um, what, the things that I've found out the most is just opened me up more spiritually to be able to really be challenged and to really um, uh, my with my intimacy with God uh, because it's no longer uh, an issue of, you know, what I feel, you know, because right now, you know, in a, when you're living a, when you're trying to live a healthy lifestyle, one of the things that I'm learning is that there's certain disciplines that you have to put in place. And these disciplines allow you to push through. So like you said, to have that vitality, to have that, you know, that strength to run when you need to run and, and to be able to have the stamina to do the things that allow you uh, to, to grow closer, closer with, with God, whether it's, you know, your long, you know, more time in prayer, you know, more time with your, um, um, with your quiet time, you know, in prayer and, and, and uh, reading your word, like that stuff um, has allowed me to gain a deeper and greater uh, relationship with the Lord because of the disciplines that I've set in place naturally. So I think it's kind of transcended that and allowed me to go deeper spiritually. So yeah. uh, I, I'm definitely inspired by my health right now. Good deal. Good deal. Yeah, no so um, creative tips. And this is, this is yeah. something I ask all my, all my guests. And uh, I've collected, you know, hundreds of creative tips over over the course of uh, this uh, this show. But, you know, what what is a creative tip or tips that you can provide for our audience? A creative tip, um, I would say, man, I'm not a very creative person. I'm a, I'm, a, I'm I'm very passionate, but I wouldn't say I'm necessarily creative. But one of the things that I have learned in this season um, that I'm in right now is. Uh, Creativity is kind of sparked by perspective. So the more perspective I can have around me, the more creative I can be because I can see people's perspective. So um, one of the things that I would say about for a creative tip is have a great team around you. I think creativity comes within the walls of a team uh, with other creative people, with other people in general, you know, because I wouldn't necessarily say I'm a creative person. Um, but I believe when I get in a room with people that are creative, it sparks that in me. So, uh, so I would say, um, put people around you that are creative and, uh, that's something that I do. It's great. For show. sure. Mm-hmm. It's great. For show. sure. Um, yeah. So yeah, that's definitely. And then, um, before we sign off, you know, words of wisdom, uh, what is something that you can, um, 
that you can give our audience something that that resonates with people's uh, hearts and minds and spirits man um the one thing that that uh that my mom my mom has always told me and i i try to live by sometimes i, I do it to a fault but um uh be slow or be quick to listen and slow to speak uh man i'm just you know people are are speaking and uh the scripture tells me that um out of the abundance of the heart the mouth speaks so a lot of times in in my line of work and what i get the opportunity to do um people are speaking their heart and sometimes we kind of run by people and what what they're saying or what's uh you know what's really in their heart because we're trying to get a solution to them or we're trying to you know we're trying to fix something and i'm just learning man that the more i can listen um the better off that um that i can i can help people so for me man it's just and i'm learning you know when people speak you know people tell you what they believe about you and um and, and what they believe about certain situations so being able to hear people man really hear people uh, and, and be able to take that in um, and digest it before you say something about it, I think is a uh, is something that I choose to live my life by. So that'd be the tip, you know, just be, you know, uh, quick to listen and slow to speak. Yeah, that's that's great. Yeah, that I think everybody needs to hear that. That's that's a good one. Mm. But well, cool. we sign off. Um, you know, how can people get connected with you with your ministry, um, everything that you got going on? Um, what's the best way to, to to reach out reach out to you? Man, it's email. Simple for me, man. Email is uh, f I mean, fwalker at firstbaptistcleveland.com. You can follow me on Instagram at frank underscore w25. Yes, sir. All mm-hmm. right. Um, well, hey, for everyone, this uh, this episode will actually be available here in the next uh, next couple of weeks. It'll be available on Spotify, SoundCloud, he, uh, Apple Podcasts, and then on my radio show on Helium Radio. Uh, dot com. If you go under the life improvements uh, segment, it will be available. Uh, it'll run. That show actually runs every Tuesday at eleven thirty a.m. Um, uh, Pacific time, two thirty uh, Eastern time. So um, I got the Creative Brew on on radio show uh, on radio there on uh, Helium Radio. Um, wow. Also, too, this video show will be available on my YouTube uh, YouTube page at Quantel Langford. So this this um, this video show will be available on there in the next couple of weeks. And then if there's, uh, if you want to support the show, uh, different ways of doing it. Um, if you want to just support as a, as a member, uh, of the, of the, of the creative brew, you can go to www.buymeacoffee.com forward slash the creative brew. And then for the price of a cup of coffee, um, you can help support this episode as well as future episodes. So, uh, everything helps. And then I generally, I try to, uh, post uh, a lot of the uh, episodes uh, in that membership platform and they get access to it before it even runs um, that that following day. So, and I've, I've been starting to add in some extra content too as well um, on there. So if you get a chance, go to www.buymeacoffee.com forward slash the creative brew, and then you can support this episode. Um, and then um, also too, quick shout out. Uh, I, I usually do some um, small business shout outs, quick shout out to, um, Camp Coffee out here in Oceanside. Uh, I've got one of their sweatshirts on. I uh, actually designed the logo for it. And uh, so I just want to give a, a quick shout out to uh, Camp Coffee. Um, 
in uh, in Oceanside. So uh, one of my one of my coffee shops that I, I usually swing by and I help help support. So um, if you get a chance, check them out. But uh, other than that, hey, this has been a, a great episode with with me with my good friend Frank. I'm glad everything's going well. Glad he's doing doing the doing great work. Um, and um, yeah, if you if you get a chance. You know, please support him in some form or fashion. You know, if it's through volunteer, um, volunteering, or just any anything that you can do to help share the gospel and do the, you know, help him with with all the work that he's doing. Um, please support him. Um, like I said, we gotta we gotta support each other. Gotta support our own. And um, definitely, you know, for from people that's that's coming up from the you know same same background, man. It's always it's always a pleasure. It's always great seeing people doing doing great things um, in the community. So. Um, if you get a chance, please go, you know, support him, follow him, um, and, uh, help him help support his gospel in, in any form or fashion. So, uh, other than that, Hey, this has been another great episode with me, with Frank, be cradled, stay inspired.